Hello, everyone. I'm Alex, and I'm going to be natural. I am Dr. Dozier, and I am going to be super. Yeah. And I am Dr. O, and I'm going to be the junkie. He's Dr. Dennis, and he is a junkie. I am Dr. Kevin, and we are the, the Supernatural super junkies. junkies. Well done. Well done, boys. <laughs> Hey folks, this is Dr. Kevin Cruz giving you another pump because guess what? The Supernatural Junkies are on Rumble. All you have to do is go to Rumble, go to search, and when you search for channels, you look for Supernatural Junkies and all of our stuff is going to start popping up. It's great because you're going to be able to see the links. You'll get to see exactly why we are saying what we're saying. But most importantly, this is a great way to share with your family and your friends exactly why why we are living in prophetic times and why we cannot give up access to our bodies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Oppression Olympics. This is Alex. I'm a supernatural junkie, and we have the rest of the oppressed with us. We have Dr. Kevin Cruz. Hello. Kevin Cruz. All right. We have Dr. Thomas Dozer. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. <laughs> it's Oppression oh. Olympics. And last but not least, we have Dr. Dennis O'Hara. That's me. That's me. Little known fact. Did you know that my first name is really Dennis? Yeah, man. Why did you change it? My name Because That's some people name. were such a menace <laughs> to society that they identified with, you know, the, the menace of the Dennis. Yeah. And so then my parents just started calling me Kevin after that. Oh, they should have called you Dennis. Don't again. you? <laughs> Maybe that was your book we had in there too, Doctor Dennis. Are, are you feeling oppressed by no. that? You feel no. Like I feel. Kind of, oh, okay. I feel reigned in a little bit, maybe okay. just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. you feel Kevin, controlled. I, you know that's why we like Dennis because that's it. he's he's so unoppressed. He's. he's uh, I am. <laughs> I am unoppressed. It's, good. it's not going to work for the Oppression Olympics, all right? What? You're not going to win that way. That is not a losing winning attitude. Yeah, well, new name for the show: bad. Alex, Dennis, Dennis, and Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis squared, right? Yeah. yeah, I can't keep up with all this coolness in the show. It sometimes is too cool. <laughs> yeah, so we should just get right to the clip. Let's play. Yeah, so uh, the, oh, wait, uh, the, the let me the, let me we got the read. oh oh yeah let's we let got me read this here coming. Let yeah. me read the verse that goes that explains the clip. Okay, uh, from First Timothy chapter four, verse one. Now the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and to doctrines of demons speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. Amen. So we're going to be talking about the doctrine of demons. And of course, this is the woke movement that we're, we're now sitting in, and we have a new false you know, Messiah, woke Jesus. We have a false religion coming in the world that is, again, putting all this stuff out. And if you think I'm overreacting here, well, I want you to listen to a young lady. And uh, Well, should we first um, do the Apostles' Creed, which it's it's based off of, so people hear the original? Yeah, let's hear it, baby. The Pro Nicene. Probably do the, the false one first and okay. say, then, but this is the... Original yeah. Apostles' right. Creed. Let's let's hear it. Okay, so now you've heard wokeism, but this is the Sparkle Creed, and this is a um, LGBTQ identified minister, and here she is. Of the Sparkle Creed, I believe in the non-binary God whose pronouns are plural. I believe in Jesus Christ, their child who wore a fabulous tunic and had two dads and saw everyone as a sibling child of God. I believe in the rainbow spirit 
who shatters our image of one white light and refracts it into a rainbow of gorgeous diversity. I believe in the church of everyday saints as numerous, creative, and resilient as patches on the ace quilt, whose feet are grounded in mud and whose eyes gaze at the stars in wonder. I believe in the calling to each of us that love is love is love, so beloved, let us love. I believe, glorious God, help my unbelief. Amen. For Taylor Swift and her Swifty fans and all music that inspires us, help us shake it off when life takes a turn. Remind us that we can still make the whole place shimmer. That literally makes me sick to my stomach. I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> okay, yeah. who wants to start on that one? <laughs> um, well, so should we do the Nicene Creed so that people can yes. hear the difference? All right. We believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, begotten from the Father before all ages, God from God, Light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of the essence, of the same essence of the Father. Through him all things were made for us and for our salvation. He came down from heaven. He became incarnate by the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary. He was made human. He was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. The third day he rose again according to the scriptures. He ascended to heaven and he is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again with glory to judge the living and the dead. His kingdom will never end. And we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life. He proceeds from the Father and from the Son, and with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified. He spoke through the prophets. We believe in only one holy Catholic and apostolic church. Okay, we can. We affirm one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look forward to the resurrection of the dead and to the life in the world to come. Amen. Catholic there means universal. Universal. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> All right. But... Uh, what a difference, mm -hmm. huh? What that's just gross. So, Doctor Dennis, Doctor Dozier, pervert much? I know you got that sparkle creed. I actually had it sparkle. put the actual thing together there. So, what jumps out at you the most? <laughs> first and first and foremost, uh, the, the passage that uh, Doctor Dennis read was uh, spot on when we heard that when Paul wrote that the spirit speaks expressly what he was always bringing out to us there that what he was saying was not of himself but the spirit of god was giving him the words that he will speak and he said that in the latter times and that would be in the latter days that some would depart from the faith okay and when you see this departure this is a form of apostasy and he says they're going to give heed to seducing spirits these wandering spirits, uh, these uh, spirits that deceive and the doctrines of demons. And that is what we hear right there. We hear a person that is deceived and they're deceiving. So it says they're being deceived and they're deceiving others. And what they're receiving, it comes from demonic beings. Mm. Uh, when we look at wrestling not against flesh and blood, against principalities, that in itself does not exclude the human being from having responsibility for what they do because they are choosing to yield their members over to these spirits. And in turn, they are doing something that where Jesus said, it's better to hang a millstone around your neck and jump in the sea. What they're doing is they're sealing their own destruction because when you go further down, it tells us that their conscience is seared with the hot iron. And the hot iron is used for branding something as having ownership. Mm. So these individuals have decided, to, have decided to yield themselves over to Satan as his servants to do his will. That is what I hear when I hear that. Yeah. So you mentioned that part about, you know, it'd be better for a millstone to be ranked, you know, hung around their neck. You know, what sin was he talking about there in particular? Offending his little ones. That's right. And so isn't it interesting, you know, what, what's unmistakable to me, and if you see, we, we can't show the video, but they had people, transgender people, that are dressed in what anybody would call a ridiculous costume, running around with their parts hanging out, 
right? This is in church. This was yeah, in, in I, this I, video. I'll show you this the video. is the same. This is the yes. same church. They they had a parade after this, and and again, if you think about this, if a heterosexual person did that in front of children, and he would be considered a pervert or or be arrested, why why is this being allowed? It, it, it's this obvious that just because they're of this persuasion in their religion. Why can't they put some clothes on? Why can't they, you know, display right. themselves so in ways that are non-sexual? Well, it's perversion. You, you right. see what I'm saying? And, yeah. and so, again, there's a, clearly a two-faced thing going on here. Right. So you, so you might be saying, like, oh, maybe you guys are just uber-religious or whatever, and you're way too conservative. Well, this drag queen, literally the dress... I, trans drag i don't know what it was specifically um there's so many new definitions every day who knows but um and whatever that means but he she was wearing a um baby doll dress that didn't even cover his slash her butt and then was wearing a thong that was clearly visible right um anytime she turned around he she turned around um (laughs) and i would just say that if if me as a woman were to dress like that and come to church, I would immediately be asked to leave and and put something uh, on, right? Would I, that would not be acceptable. It would not be okay for me as a real woman to show up with my butt hanging out of something. The, I am sure the pastor would come to me and say, can you please put something more conservative on that is not allowed here? You most likely would not have made it past their ushers. Right, right. But this person... Who, is being paraded to applause. To, and, totally. And there's children in there and they're all like, and the fact that people are even repeating this creed with the so-called, uh, I don't know what she is, right? To be honest, I, I I wouldn't say she's a church leader, but she clearly isn't for this church. Um, That's shocking and disgusting, but there's, it wouldn't be allowed if this were a regular guy. Like if you were a straight man, you, you wouldn't, with your stuff hanging out, come on. Oh. We wouldn't be allowed. A woman wouldn't be allowed. But this drag queen's allowed. Yeah, it's it's terrible. I, I, I just, you know, just one verse that comes to mind. I think the church, we as a church, I know we're to love and so forth, but we need to stand up and make a stand and, and, and speak the truth. But, you know, you're not supposed to fear man. The only thing we're supposed to fear is God. And Proverbs 8, 13 says, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Mm-hmm. pride and arrogance and the evil way and the perverse mouth I hate. It's okay to hate evil. That's the fear of the Lord. Right. Doesn't mean we go beat them up. Um, but it means in return to that, we preach the gospel and the truth to them right. and try to open up their their mind to the truth. Unfortunately, these people are are um, blinded by Satan and they just think that they're worshiping, you know, the earth, the, 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 the stuff in the room Gaia. and everything. Yeah. I mean, but, but that's, but that's what it is. It's overall, right. it's, the culture has allowed this to happen and we need to be more prominent in our culture. We, we need to get involved in the cultural battles. Well, Dr. Dozier said it, they would have been restrained at the door. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have been allowed in. They wouldn't have been accosted in any way. But yeah, you, you don't come in like this. This and, isn't acceptable. And you you asked the question. You said, why would this, believe you said, why would this even be allowed? And I'm, I'm usually going to go, I'm going to go to scripture. And the first thing I thought about was John 15, 19. And this is where Jesus says, if you were of the world, the world would love his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the world there speaks of the adorning of this earth and, and those individuals that are alienated to God and live a life hostile towards God. And he said, but they hate you. The world hate you because you're of me. So, yes, we do something like that and we're going to be arrested, which we should never do anything like that. And and then the second thing, when it comes to love, uh, I want to bring this part out because, and I'd love to say this one, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this, we have to be very, very careful with it. When a person takes the position of leadership and you profess to be a Christian leader, because you are leading people, 
you are supposed to be affronted. And the word tells you that what we are to do when it comes to a heretic, we are to admonish them twice. And if they do not hear you, then you have no company with them. Uh, I think about the people that are below them, the people that are above them. They are professing, even though we know it's not so, they're professing to be Christian leaders. And Paul was the type, if we're going to, you know, follow the example that Jesus set, which we're supposed to, and Paul followed that. Jesus would call these leaders that were false, he would call them what they were. Uh, Paul would call their names so that the people could be aware. We are not to keep those type of things concealed. Yes, we're to try to win those over who are, think about, if you think about the first century church, and especially when, especially when you look at Corinth, Corinth lived, uh, the people of Corinth lived in a place where there were 1,000 temple priestess who were also temple prostitutes. And mm -hmm. so many people who came to the knowledge, uh, the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ were pagans before then. And some of them may have been leaders, but you do have a responsibility to guard them against those leaders, safeguard them against those leaders who are bringing them to destruction. That's showing love right there. Love, think about how you love your children. Love protects, love wins over, and love also protects. And that's one of the things that we must do a good job of. Okay. So I want I want to make the rainbow godly again. Well, and that's you know, it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at, you know, Genesis yeah. chapter nine, the covenant with Noah. You know, um, you know, he's talking about blasphemy. I mean, to take the rainbow and oh, this is a, you know, well, it, that was God's a sign of God's covenant with Noah. You know, and let's make it godly again. It says, this is what the, the verse eleven says. Thus, I establish my covenant with you. Never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood. Never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, this is the sign of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations, I set my rainbow in the cloud, and it shall be a sign of the covenant covenant between me and the earth. Well, you know, I'm going to go right to this, this thing. The first thing it says, I believe in a non-binary God. Okay, the Bible talks about the Father. That is not a non-binary term. There's your first blasphemy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The second one is whose pronouns are plural. Oh, boy. Right? Because nobody disrespects God in the Bible like that. They don't call him by wrong pronouns. Well, I think maybe they're saying that because uh, the Trinity. You know, like I think they're taking the concept and just, sorry, but bastardizing it um, for their own use and convenience right because it suits what their agenda is so like well there is the trinity and they're all really gone so therefore he's a they you know i think mm. that's what's i think that's what yeah that means mm -hmm. well it is true i'm not that, sure that, that that male and female were created that male and female created he them right you know the so so we together the man and a woman reproduce that image but the key here is that when you look at the triune nature of god that God is always called the Father, you see, and that's just the situation. And so this is this is clearly an attack. But he wore a tunic, that. right? And AKA that, a dress, Kevin. Well, a tunic again. I know. Think about it. It this, was a okay, let's tunic. It was a Let, right. Let's get this straight. Fabulous Jesus tunic. was born in Bethlehem in a manger. He was not born into yes. uh, privilege of any kind. He did not have any fancy clothes, colorful clothes. Uh, you know, you see what I'm saying? They, they had to flee for their lives. Um, this this whole story is is completely wrong. I know, Dr. Doge, you were telling me something about this, what you wanted to say about this non-binary God thing, you know? Well, when you, when you look at God, uh, he speaks of himself, and we can say, how do you say he? Have you heard him? In the word, he speaks to his prophets. Uh, and notice I'm saying he. Uh, he always, uh, he's always identified in the masculine. Right. Okay. 
uh, even we have these things with, and I will stay with God, we have these things with angels, and you see these these mm-hmm. cute little angels. Angels always identify in the masculine, mm-hmm. okay? And that in itself is not misogynistic or nothing like that. It's just God is the supreme father. Right. Okay. And you, you have, if you're going to believe God's word, you cannot twist it to fit you. God will never twist who he is to fit you. That's right. Neither will he twist his word to fit your ideology. Mm-hmm. You will twist it if you are one who will. And when we look in, uh, I believe it's second Peter three fifteen, when Paul, when Peter writes concerning Paul's writing, how he writes with great wisdom and some things hard to be understood. Mm-hmm. He said, which unlearned and unskillful men, they twist it as they do all the other scriptures to their own destruction. Mm-hmm. And that is the thing we see individuals twisting God's word to their own destruction. They twist it so until it looks nothing like God's word whatsoever. So we know they're not speaking of the God of the Bible. He is spirit. He is always, he always, he's always identified in the masculine. Well, and what what I tell people at this point is really straightforward. I said, who made who? Did you make God or did God make you? And if they say that God made me, well, then why are you acting like you made him? Right? Well, they're making God in their own image. That's That's exactly it. And and then what do you think of this two dads? He's got two dads. This is a gay couple. (laughs) Wait a minute. First of all, you said he's non-binary, and now he has two dads. You see, well, I think what Alex, the point that Alex brought out was interesting. I think they're making a play on the Trinity. They are, that he's but not, he's not binary; he's trinary. That's right. Okay, yeah, and but he's now got suddenly two dads. He's, so Jesus, they're both dads. Jesus had Jesus had two dads: the Father and the Holy Spirit. Well, you can't say he's non-binary and then say he has two dads. You see, if he's non-binary, we don't know what he had. <laughs> right? You see what I'm saying? I'm confused. Well, if oh, had, I think in the binary sense, it, too, right? right? Male and female, right? Non-binary is plural. Yeah, okay. He could be anything, but right. then suddenly he's two dead. Because we're I, talking I think, about the Holy Spirit I think and we the give, Father, right? I think we give them too much credit to say... <laughs> I, really I think we give them too much credit to say, well, they're looking at Godhead. and they're, I know. Yeah. I think they're looking at their human ideology. Uh, I think they're mm-hmm. looking at their human ideology. They, you have to realize... Um, the 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 word the word cannot the things of God cannot be understood by the natural man because they don't receive them. That's mm-hmm. true. But by the spiritual man. So when you look at this, they've they've already got this idea. This is what they put together. Whether they believe it or not, they're trying to make it fit what they are, mm-hmm. rather than be renewed in their mind, rather than receiving the spirit of God, rather mm-hmm. than being delivered. They say, this is who I am, and I celebrate who I am, mm-hmm. i.e., that is to say, I'm haughty, I'm prideful. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. and thus, they adopt the name pride, mm-hmm. which cometh before a fall, mm-hmm. and the haughty spirit before structure. So here it is, or you know, right around, whichever, both are the same, but uh, that's just one place, an emphasis on the other. But this is what you see when you see this pride thing, pride month, pride this, pride that. And there's nothing that I see good in the Bible about pride. Even yeah. when I talk with people, and I'll, I'll and I've I've said before ministry, I never say concerning anybody, I'm proud of you. It wouldn't be I'm proud of why can I just why can I say if I'm a believer, why can I say I thank God for you? Mm-hmm. I praise God for you. Mm. So we come up with new word. Well, I'm godly proud. Right. Well, you're godly proud. I'm not making these things up. So uh, this is this is what we see with this. But I want to say this right here. To, to hit this. When you look in Philippians chapter 2, right where you're going, look in Philippians chapter 2, beginning verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Now here it is. Who in the form of God, the Greek word morphe, and that has to do with uh, uh, the striking image of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. In other words, not something to hold on to. But he made himself of no reputation. He but made himself, made himself, not a second daddy, made himself of no reputation Mm -hmm. and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. I'll stop Mm -hmm. reading right there 
what you had was divinity putting on humanity mm -hmm. and coming through the womb of a woman, the seed of the Holy Spirit. And, and so that when you say Bible, mm -hmm. you sit down and talk with individuals like that woman, that little bit right there, they can't break that down. They can't hear it mm -hmm. because what happens is Satan will become irate. Yeah, their God, which is not in Christ, that is in them, mm -hmm. will become irate, mm -hmm. and it will just mm -hmm. go on a tangent. Mm -hmm. Okay, and and it will be good if you can have that, and the people who follow them are around because I do believe that there are people who end up being delivered. But once again, as we saw in the scripture, there are some whose conscience has been seared with a hot iron, and that's mm -hmm. like to be branded as mm -hmm. the property of another, and that's so unfortunate but it's choices that people make. Mm. Mm. Well, and Dr. Dennis, I love how you like, we need to take the rainbow back. I love you that know, too. It, it's not about diversity. They want to turn the diversity into sexuality. But the truth right. is, what really happens when you put a prism up in the presence of white light? Mm -hmm. You see the different colors that are there. Mm -hmm. So that shouldn't mean a sexual thing, should it? No. It should be colors. <laughs> it's the fact that... <laughs> That God, colors, if he is colors. a God, okay, he made all the colors. He sure did. Including the image colors of the ones that look like mm -hmm. him, which is us. Mm -hmm. So this should be a thing, the fact that there is no such thing as racism. But they, they steal that, right? Well, and then they try and turn it to be sexual. To what, remember, right? the devil turns everything around the opposite of what God said. That's right. But what so. it really is, is it's a promise that he's mm -hmm. not going to flood us again. Right, he's gonna he's gonna he's burn, gonna come he's, back. He's gonna burn the earth. He's not gonna flood it. That's true. But <laughs> he's gonna cook it. The, the key is the key is that he's coming back. Yes, you see he is coming saying? back. And in that, and I don't know if you guys know this, but when we were kids, um, my parents would work to try and keep the yard, and we had acres. And um, my dad would uh, we dug hand dug all of those trenches for those sprinklers, and every few years or so we would set the lawn on fire because that was one of the best things you could do to get yeah. your lawn to come back. Right. And so, but the thing is, is that when God does all this stuff, he is, he has come back. He has mm -hmm. come back. Everything you think that, that, that Satan's winning. Mm -hmm. He's not, mm -hmm. he's not going to win at one thing. There's not one thing that, that Satan has ever taken or stolen that, that God is not going to go back and get that victory over. Well, think about how God looks at us as human beings, right? As opposed to the other way that they're, they're viewing us, right? It, it's, there's a purity to it. When God looks at us, he doesn't sexualize us, right? He doesn't immediately go to that sexual place. We're called son and daughter, right? And when they, def what they want is a definition based solely on sexual, That's right. sexuality, which if you have to wonder, is this of God? You just have to look at the way that it defines. Everything is broken down into a sexual orientation. That is not what God would do, right? So right there. But we also want to say that we don't hate those people. We hate the confusion that is being sowed. I mean, I can't speak for all of you guys, but... Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Okay, good. That, that's how I feel about it. I, <laughs> we don't hate them. What we hate is the confusion that is twisting them, right? Because we know that... They're human. We're human. We all sin. Right. We right? hate. We we Our, hate the evil that is twisted. Yes, and well, we hate, and, but we hate that what it's doing to children. That's right. But we're also right. going to talk about at some point what's really happening to these people. Why are they getting set up for this, et cetera, et cetera? You start to delve into their lives, and you start to realize that there's all kinds of things that are going on with these people, with this generation. Trauma. That this this trauma that's going <laughs> Sexual on. Sexual assault. Right? That, that's incest, actually creating all rape. of this. And if you can yeah. take people back there, that we're seeing people. There's a, a, a massive yeah. movement. For Same. people that are, again, we're told and there's, these can be criminalized to, mm -hmm. to not go along with your daughter's pronouns, right? You could yeah. be taken away from your parents yeah. and all these kinds of things. Well, well in California now, 12 year olds, right? You, you can emancipate yourself if your parents don't agree with your sexual okay. uh, pronouns, if your orientation at 12 years old. Good, go ahead. Go, go ahead. You can lose go, your, go, go get a job. Oh, oh, right? I'm sorry. You're 12. You can't get a job. Oh, no, but wait, if they're <laughs> identifying as something else, California is going to pay for them. Okay. So they they have ways well, see, to live without just, their parents. But but this is something that's been going on for a long time. It's a yeah. whole different subject. But 
you know, the child services and taking kids from parents and so forth. Now, granted, there may be a case where, you know, they that's necessary, but there are a lot of cases where it's not. And the state's after your children. The, these people are after your children. That's right. The family uh, okay. has been destroyed in this country, and that is why we're seeing these things. You talk about the sins of the family. That's right. Where you're having incest and, thing, and yeah. people. What do you think's happened to these people? That's Mike, right. I, I, I bet you a majority of them were molested as children. Right. And they have, they have uh, a, no love for themselves. Yeah, we're going to really Very delve sad. into that part Very because sad. we want you to understand that the people that are, 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 are the, especially the children, but then you're also going to see that, that these people are the victims. But then we also have the perpetrators as well. And mm. these are the people that have these agendas. And we're, we hope to be able to show both sides of this. But ask yourself this. Like, I, I grew up, you know, child services. Okay, if you are in a, and we've seen it all throughout the news, by the way, the child is in a horribly abusive family, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't do anything for me, right? And I was came from a very abusive background. They weren't helpful. It wasn't until something really, really bad happened, right? Like my mother had the knife up to my neck that, you know, and all the neighbors saw that they were willing to even step in. That's not why they're taking children away. And let's face it, how many children do we see get murdered by their own parents that mm. that the CPS knew? They're not, and I'm not blaming CPS because it's a that's a really difficult job. If you do that job, God bless you because yeah. it is a hard job. That's not what I'm saying. But they're not taking children away for abusive situations where parents are just completely out of line. The police get called constantly. Nothing happens. But they're willing to yank you out if you say, my parents don't support the fact that I think I'm really this at like seven, eight, nine, ten years old, right? That should show you what their concern really is because they're not taking children out of the home if they're getting beaten, if they're being you know, um, mistreated if horrible things are happening. But if you just scream, my parents don't support my gender, they'll yank you out, right? Well, and, but the, but, but <sighs> these kids, look look at what they're doing. These kids are being brainwashed. Oh, I know. It, so, you know, we, we talked about this a couple of episodes back, maybe a couple of months ago when we were talking about transgenderism and so yeah. forth. How the one, Kevin's favorite verse is to uh, train a child in a way you should go and then mm-hmm. we'll let depart. But if you do the opposite of that, you train a child in debauchery, right, in sexuality, yeah. right. and so forth. What do you think they're going to believe? That's and right. I always think another thing you were talking about create uh, about uh, the sexuality of this and how they sexualize everything. But mm-hmm. members, the Lord brought this to my mind. He said, "I did not create you that way." You think how Adam and Eve were created? They were naked and they didn't have no shame. Yeah, that's right. They didn't have shame until sin. That's right. That's right. So now sin is right. Exactly. So this sexualization of this nation of this this world and if this is all from the pit of hell. But children don't. if If you let a child, you know, grow up without putting these ideas in their head, they're not sexualizing. At two and three years old. And if they are, it's because you've exposed them to something very weird. Let's not do that. But to say that your two and three-year-old is identifying as the opposite gender, why would they have any concern of that at all? Unless you're putting it in their head. They don't even think about it. How could they even? They don't know what that is. Most of our gender roles, it's conditioned, right? Like the things that we we associate with gender are not necessarily male or female. We just associate them that way. But I'm really disturbed by the fact that we're talking to two and three-year-olds and four-year-olds about sexual things. Children don't have, they don't, they're not producing the hormones that make them sexualized, right? That make them so-called um, interested or or having those no, urges at that get, age. You don't get those hormones to your an, an, right. uh, adolescence. And that's why when everyone was throwing a fit in, in Florida that DeSantis didn't want them talking don't until third gay. grade, I mean, third grade, I was like, third grade? How about ninth grade? Yeah, I didn't this. learn that stuff until I got the ninth grade. Know. It's just disgusting. I don't know if I ever want them teaching Seriously? my children no. right? those things. No, it's true. Uh, we as parents should be able to teach our own children those things. As a matter of fact, I think one of the biggest mistakes that were made by the Christian was to allow the education system to 
take over the, the system to take over educating our mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. The the churches used to be responsible for that, and mm-hmm. and uh, the churches and homes and mm-hmm. praise God for homeschooling. Amen. I mean, thank God for thank God for homeschooling mm-hmm. because. Uh, a lot of children are out there in public schools and they are not going to have a chance, maybe not all, but they're not going to have a chance uh, as far as living a life that's pleasing to God. If these people are able to succeed in warping the minds, the way that they are attempting and with some succeeding at. Okay. So so Mm -hmm. they know Mm -hmm. that whoever trains the children determines where those children are going to go, where the society is going to go. That's why they want your kids. You know, and if you go back to me, this is another statement in this, this sparkle creed. It says, I believe in the church of everyday saints as numerous, creative and resilient as patches of aid on an AIDS quilt. Um, (laughs) Did you see what just happened there? You, a faithful saint are just a patch on an AIDS quilt. Sure. We just glorified, you You're know, an STD. You're an STD <laughs> on somebody that they a quilted. patch on an AIDS. AIDS, we want you all to hear, we want the audience to hear that. A patch Acquired on an immune AIDS deficiency syndrome. quilt mm. in the Sparkle Creed. That's right. So, you know, there's nowhere. They're, they're just, I mean, I do. If there was one thing I was going to say. That we want you to identify with. Read the next it line. is not going I, to be. A great, the, next the next line is line. awesome. Can I read it? Yeah, yep. go ahead. Whose feet are grounded in mud and whose eyes gaze at the stars in wonder. <laughs> awesome. Just <laughs> we what? love them. We love some earth. <laughs> and gaze some, at the stars in wonder. Someone, someone out there may say, and every now and then I'll shoot something out like this. Someone out there might say, "Well, now you all have to remember, you're Christians. You should not be doing that." No, it should be mocked mm-hmm. because it's foolish. <laughs> it, it is foolish. It should be mocked because it's foolish. Think about Paul when the uh, Judaizers were pressing uh, circumcision. So he was like, "If you, if you, if this, if you are, if you are so passionate about this, he pretty much. I, I want to say it in a nice way." He pretty much said, "Why don't you go ahead and castrate yourself then?" Yep. So you, when you, when something is absurd, because I got myself to, a better one than you did. You, <laughs> you need to answer the word. Says, "Answer not a fool in his folly, lest you be seen as a fool." Mm-hmm. But then it comes back and says, "Answer a fool in his folly, so that he will be seen as a fool." So we said, we don't go back and forth and and when in their foolishness and come back in a foolish way and end up looking like a fool. But what we want to do is come back with the wisdom of God so that they can see their foolishness. Answer fool in his folly so that he can see himself as a fool. Mm -hmm. And so there are some things that you need to be sarcastic about. There are some things that need to be mocked because if not, they're going to keep doing it thinking they're walking in wisdom. They are sensual wisdom, which is demonic. But they're going to think that they're walking in the the wisdom of God and that God has them doing this and God does not have them doing it. Not our God, not the God, not the God of our faith. Okay, but somebody explain to me what, like, this doesn't even make sense. Um, I I believe in the church of, this is, again, the sparkle creed of everyday saints as numerous and creative and resilient as the patches on the AIDS quilt. Are those patches resilient? They're just patches they're dead they represent dead people okay? but, but, but why is that resilient there, there's no resiliency there by the way they're dead okay but there's nothing resilient about being a patch on a quilt i know that is it and then your feet grounded poetic. in mud it sounded poetic uh, mm-hmm. it's how about i believe the next line <laughs> read it I right be, i believe in the call I to each of us that love is love is love <laughs> So beloved, let's us love. What? Well, Somebody love is love is love unless you go against them. That's right. And they're right. not gonna love you. Oh no, no. they're gonna hate. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Do you ever see the them get upset? Oh yeah, well, don't don't and, piss off the wokies. And, and that's the thing, you know. I, I say this, and hope won't say too much, but I do. But if you see two people fighting, you could have two lovers. No, you can't have two lovers. It's got to be one hater in there could have two haters. You could have one hater and one lover. But how do you know whether one's lover and one's a hater? 
because love will stand up. Love will go to war against mm-hmm. hate mm-hmm. because hate is taking away the choices that we have. Yep. Because hate is hurting and killing yeah. and destroying the ones we love. Mm-hmm. But love will let hate make its own decision. And that's what God has done here. Yeah, he has amen. let us amen. make our own decision. He came here. He put his vote in. You should mm-hmm. read his book. Don't mm-hmm. read this fact. This right. is just complete trash, right. complete propaganda. Right. It's the doctrine of demons. But unfortunately, we have many churches that adopted it and read it. Just like this church. They <sighs> they they all read it together. They made their own creed. And Dr. Dozier, when you saw those people prancing down the aisles, what did you say about that church? What kind of church was that? It wasn't Pentecostal. That was the church of Satan. It was not a Christian church. No. No. It was not. It was not. I don't care what the building looked like. There was nothing beautiful about it. It was maybe to them, but that was Satan's church. And it was, you have, what you have there when you, when you think you're worshiping the true and living God, what you have there are reprobates. Uh, Romans 1, which uh, Dr. Dennis went to earlier states in the 28th verse, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind mm-hmm. to do those Wait things which are not convenient. Wasn't that going to be the verse for next week? <laughs> <laughs> he has this. Spoiler alert. D- this was the commercial. Stay tuned for next <laughs> week on our next show. Right. <laughs> yes. Oh well, it's true, though. I mean, it's it's how else could you think this way? You have to have a depraved mind. Well, I know people are going to say, like, this is wrong, but I've talked to my boys about this. And I said, if let me tell you, if you meet someone and they tell you this, the first thing you know about them is that they hate themselves. That's right. If if they're saying, like, I'm really this, that's all because the only reason that you would go to that length to change yourself, that you'd be willing to mutilate, castrate yourself, uh, put these drugs in to numb and stop the effects of what is normal for your body is you must hate yourself. And that person that hates themselves cannot truly love you because they cannot even love themselves. Mm. And you can't love God because why? You He's the one who no made love. you this way. Right. And so it's it's all mm. twisted. And that's it comes down to them just having so much hatred. But think about this. They're instilling our children with that hatred of themselves because they don't want you to have love for God. But you, they just mm. don't want them to have love at all. That's sad. It is really awful when you think about it like that. They're they're from a very young age pumping hate to hate themselves. I, it's really sad. And I said, you bring that girl home. That she, I'm going to tell you, she's never going to be able to love you the way you deserve to be loved. Because she doesn't love herself. She cannot love herself. She only hates herself. You think about until the, that gets resolved. You think about the image, the image of a holy God, and that's what we all are. And yet these people are being raised to hate that image and to try and change that image. You know, the next stuff you're going to see, it's not just going to be surgeries to change you to a man or a woman. It's going to be surgeries to change you into something else. Well, that's where this is, this is all leads, right? Because all, it's all leads be genetic, lead to Rome. Genetic manipulation. Terminator. And they're going to be all kinds of things. We already have people that have turned yeah. themselves into... So called into, the exterminator. Yeah. They that's look what's like happen to vampires. They look like an that's animal. Crazy. They all. I mean, this is going to go crazy. You just, you just sit back and watch. It's already going crazy. It's going to get worse? Yeah. So let's <laughs> let's jump straight to it. Unless you want to say one more thing, Doc. I know I was cutting you off. No. Well, we we're we're dancing around it, but the Sparkle Creed was the best way to start this one. But I thought about you know what is going on here. What is this woke? Okay. Well, woke is defined in this dictionary as an awareness of, and actively attentive to important facts and issues. Okay and especially issues of racial and social injustice, right? And again, it started here in America. It's largely related with Black Lives Matter. Of course, that also turned into this critical race theory. And as we all know, it has been completely adopted that somehow people that are of the LGBTQ persuasion, um, you know, are the people that are somehow having this great injustice done to them because we might see them or, or or react to them as if they are a man or a woman. And that's the best probably way to say that. So that's kind of what we're talking about. So let's, 
let's it's you the, know a party of the oppressed, right? I mean, you can see and the we're, winner is we're, we're running out of time on this particular episode. But if we just look at just Black Lives Matter, okay, you you think how you know how prevalent was that? Okay, did everybody? Well, we're talking about, jump about on the specific board. the group, right? Of course. All lives matter. Black lives you matter. Think about we're all, talking about the group. We think about those those the those all those different things that all the different events that were leading up to that. Mm-hmm. We saw you know people being held down on the ground, right? We saw all these horrible tragedies that were happening, and and there was a massive movement. Everybody, uh, all over television, everybody was wearing Black Lives Matter, right? Um, it was, was a- almost as many people doing that as were wearing masks during COVID. Right, that's yeah, how prevalent it was. Right. Wait, how do you know when I mean, somebody's well, awoking well, though? How about that? They're wearing masks. Because it went from that to COVID. It's all mind control. Yeah, that's Don't you right. see this? It's all yeah. it's all play. It's mind control. Well, that's it. And the thing so, is, is that when we say Black Lives Matter, those three words, uh, those are patented, um, you know, words. Those are copyrighted right. words. Yep. Those words are owned. Though that's an organization. Yeah, organization that had. Right. If you went on their website, had uh, had communist uh, manifesto on there they absolutely did and and more importantly uh you know it's probably been the one of the greatest scandals we've ever seen in this country mm-hmm. that all that money went to these people and they bought bigger houses and and they didn't do <laughs> yeah. anything good with it yeah Nothing. and we still have people wearing the shirts and sending the money yeah. it was like 80 million dollars and again this is not covered by just conservative newspapers um but I mean, Sam, but Sam Bankman Freed will go to jail, but they won't. That's mm. what I'm saying. Interesting. So when you think just about the Black Lives Matter, well, first of all, when you say Black Lives Matter, you can agree with that in a general way, but until you start to see the rub, because the only way that you can say that and be truthful as a Christian is that all lives matter. Right. And so the minute you say Black Lives Matter, you are now again starting to say that for for some reason, all lives don't matter, that black lives matter more than other people's lives. You see, and so this is where as Christians, we need to identify the fact that all lives matter. And if all lives matter, then black lives matter. You see, otherwise you end up with some you get you end up with some kind of reverse racism. Right, it's to inspire more hate. Because that's, right. that's what it does. And, and let's yeah. just say, you know... And anger. Segregation. So let's just, let's just say here, for example, you look at what they want. What do they really want? A lot of times they wanted you to give up everything they had and just hand your land and your everything over to somebody else. Now, what mm. do you think a, an entire generation of people that gave everything up and handed it over to another generation... Okay, and then these people keep all this power and money and whatever it is. What do you think the generation, the children that grew up under that, will do to the next generation? Yeah, it's the same cycle over. They're and over. going to repeat the same cycle. Mm-hmm. In other words, reverse racism only produces when they finally get, you know, what they want. And again, Dr. Dozier is going to get into the next episode. We've talked about this before. How this ties into critical race theory. You create, okay, racism to create one oppressed group of people mm-hmm. that are being oppressed by another group of people mm-hmm. so that you create this conflict and that all communism and all these other, you know, socialisms are all based upon whether it's class war, race war, whatever it is. And so the point of the matter is one day the oppressed, right? Become the oppressor. That's what, that's what the solution is, is to take yeah, everything exactly. that the oppressors did to you and turn around and do it to them. Yeah. Right. And they get to do whatever they want. There's no, the end justifies the means. And that's how, you know, Black Lives Matter justifies creating anti racism against, you know, discrimination against, you know, white privileged people or whoever they deem. But we saw, look at how much we saw of other races that aren't white. Look at all that oppression that happened. Yeah, right. That's true. So you start to realize that there's so much racism here in this country not just black on white but all kinds of you know whether it's asian whether it's latino all these other cultures come into play but my point with that is black lives matter is a complete bust it's a complete failure it is the most corrupt organization none of that money helped anybody but those people Mm. and and people fell for that 
People right? fall for a lot of stuff. Doc. And why aren't they all in jail? <laughs> well, same reason why Fauci's not in jail. Yeah, that's where we're getting at. You know, it really is. Yeah. Hey, 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 Alex. <laughs> my favorite. Hey, it's my favorite. Three mask. What's up? Hey, I'm not in jail yet. It's been a while. <laughs> right? Never, obviously never going to jail. Concerning BLM, two things I want to say. First and foremost, I am a black man with brown skin, okay? Uh, and a handsome one at that. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I did not see the benefit to black people from this organization. Uh, we saw three women, lesbians. Yes, I'm going to say that. Uh, who made it very clear that they were trained Marxists. Uh, we saw a group that had its problems, or I can say disdain, for the nuclear family. And for those who don't know what the nuclear family is, and I'm not insulting your intelligence because I've asked some people they know what the nuclear family is, and they say no. That is a family with a father and a mother and children. They felt that you did not need the father in the family. Uh, my skin is black, but my soul belongs to Jesus. Amen. And, and so that is what is primary in my life. And I, I just want to leave it at that because there's a lot that can be said, but we need to learn to research things, learn about who's who, and not move on our emotions just because someone has the same skin color, be they black, be they Caucasian, be they Hispanic, whatever the case may be. Let's see who their life belongs to and where their heart is. Well, at this point, we, we really can say, I'm sorry, that was a doctrine of demons. You know, when we were all there, hey, we were all praying for the situation. We all, everybody wanted everybody to know. We wanted everybody to know, every black person to know that we care about them, that we love them, and that they're part of this country, right? We wanted all that to happen. That was an emotional reaction on the part of all of us. And so we had somebody come up with this slogan that had already been around. We already knew they were frauds before this started, but because Black Lives Matter was just something that rung out, mm -hmm. everybody jumped on board, and they never looked what who these people were or what they were really about. I know, and sad. that's when you look at your Bible and you look at what they were. They were communists. They were trying to destroy the family. And then that money helped anybody. Didn't do anything for, for black rights in this country. Right. And, and there's a lot of things that can be done there. Right. There, that's a true issue. But the bottom line is, is that this is why Christians, you can see the woke movement has adopted this. And that's why even though they've been discovered as frauds, it's still going on. Right. And people are still using this term, even though we know this is 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 really something that we need to walk away from. So, uh, Dr. Dozier, anywhere. you want to go ahead and pray us out, brother? You dropped the mic over there. Mic drop. He's like, made my point. Double mic drop. Double mic drop. <laughs> Father, we bless you. We honor you. and We thank you. And we pray, Lord, that today we have presented things that uh, are the eye opening, thought provoking or very informative to those who are listening to this podcast. And we pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that those who are yours will be united uh, in your will, recognizing that with you there is neither Jew nor Gentile, bond nor free, but Amen. all are one in Jesus Christ. We do thank you. We give you honor, glory, and praise. And also, Lord, we thank you for this time and this season, we thank you for sending your son. We thank you, Lord, for coming in the likeness of men, yet without sin. And as we celebrate your life during this Christmas season, we do say once again, thank you. Glory to your name. Amen. 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 And you know, when you pray that prayer, I, I think about the oldest strategy in the book is to destroy your enemy by dividing them and conquering them. And it isn't it interesting that that word, that passage that you used was, is that God was telling us in his prayer for us was that we would be one mm -hmm. even as he is one. Yes. And this is how you can recognize that subtle twist to this doctrine of demons 
And uh, but we thank you, and we're in one with you guys. And thanks so much, and God bless you guys for a happy New Year and a merry yeah, Christmas. merry Christmas. And uh, merry we, Christmas. And we appreciate you guys listening and sharing the podcast. And let me just shout out: I appreciate Dr. Dozier, my wife, and Dr. Dennis, and we appreciate them for all the time and the energy that they put into this. And uh, God bless you guys. Hey folks, it's Dr. Dennis from Supernatural Junkies. I just want to talk to you today about Protanum. I've been taking Protanum for a few years, and you know what? I feel a difference. I am younger than my age. At least I think I am. Anyway, Protanum is a strong antioxidant producer in your body because what it does, it causes your body to increase its glutathione production. And glutathione, folks, is the strongest antioxidant your body has. So if you want to keep strong antioxidants in your body and be a healthier you, I suggest...